Would you please stand for the gospel reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 42 through 44. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. This is what of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. So today is a very special Sunday, and I've been given only less than five minutes to finish my sermon this morning. Somebody say hallelujah. <clears throat> today is the first Sunday of Advent. It's a season of anticipation, hope, and a season of waiting. In a way, we all wait for something in this time of the year. Some of us wait for our families or friends to travel to come and join us for the holiday season. Many children grow excited, waiting for the gifts from Santa Claus or the families and friends. Some of us, we wait for the holiday party to celebrate the success and many good things that happen from business or work and look forward to the next year in 2023. As we gather as a church, however, we are encouraged to wait for something or someone important in this season of Advent. We might say, of course, we are Christians. We wait for the birth of Jesus. We all know that. But listen to the reading from the Gospel of Matthew today again, that Jesus is talking about his second coming. He says, keep awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming, he says. I can imagine that many of us will be confused. Why do we need to talk about the second coming of Jesus when we need to emphasize and concentrate on the blessings, love, and hope and sharing in this season. After all, the second coming of Jesus sounds rather terrifying, judgmental, or disruptive. Just like the novel in 1950 titled Raptured by Ernest Angeli. But if we think about it, not everyone was excited to hear about even the birth of Jesus in the first place, especially someone like King Herod. Certainly those who love the way of this world, those who love this world more than Jesus, and those who wanted to keep their power and maintain the status quo of this world did not want to welcome Jesus. So even today, if we are too comfortable with the way it is in our society and the world, it might be terrifying to hear the song from Mary the Magnificat in chapter 1 in the Gospel of Luke, Mary who sang of God who will turn this world upside down. And yet, that is what we gather to hear every year on this first Sunday of Advent because we need God to come and save us. We need God to come and set the things right in this world we need God to come and restore what is lost and broken. Of course, we do our works 
diligently and faithfully in our response to what God has already done for us through Christ. We worship our God, we pray to God, we sing, we share the love, peace, and compassion of Christ with our world. But it is God who completes what God has already started in the beginning because of God's abundant love for this world. So we wait on God, not alone, but together, just like this, as faith community. Henry Nowen, a Jesuit priest, reminds us how Mary and Elizabeth, upon receiving the good news that will happen to them, came together and formed a community and lifted what God had done to them in their praise. But we are constantly seduced, seduced by despair, lostness, or darkness. By gathering, we are encouraged to witness what God is doing to each other, each one of us. Boldly proclaim the love and the power of God and actively participate in God's redemptive work in this world. It is the beginning of Advent season. It is a time that we actively wait on God because this God of Sarah, God of Elizabeth, and God of Mary is also God who comes to us and reaches out to us in God's love, peace, and grace. Thanks be to God and God's people say, Amen. Amen.